Hey, what's happening, awesome people? Welcome back to my channel. Welcome back to my podcast. Joshua Partugi here. In today's video podcast, I want to answer one of the questions from one of the viewers of my YouTube channel. So folks, before we start today's session, I want to let you know that besides listening to today's Food for Thoughts on YouTube, you can also listen to it on major podcast platforms like Spotify or iTunes. My podcast name is also the same as my YouTube channel name, that is the Scrum Master in Black. Alright, so let's start today's Food for Thoughts. Yeah, alright, so one of my YouTube channel viewers, her name is Diksha. I'm not sure if I pronounce her name right, so I hope it's right. But Diksha, if you are listening to this podcast right now, let me know if I pronounce your name wrong. So Diksha left a question on one of the videos on my YouTube channel. Basically, she asked what should happen if the developers are trying to remove the Scrum Master while the Scrum Master himself already tried to prove why he should not be removed. And what's interesting, Diksha also explained in the comment that she left that the Scrum Master already sought help from his manager, but his manager only said to deal with this situation himself. Well, first of all, folks, I'm quite surprised with the response from the manager to the Scrum Master, but I do not want to make any assumptions. I'm not sure what really happens and how does this manager say it to the Scrum Master precisely. But let's say that the manager knows that the Scrum Master is capable of handling this situation. Let's say the manager is confident that the Scrum Master has the skills and experience to deal with handling conflicts and also rejections from the developers. Let's have a positive perspective about this uh, manager. Let's say the manager does not have any negative intent at all when he or she responded to the uh, Scrum Master. So if that is the case, what should the Scrum Master do in this situation? So in this situation, um, I think it takes two to tango. Uh, both the, the developers and also the Scrum Master should work on this matter together. They both should enact the Scrum values, openness, courage, and also respect. The developers in this instance should have the courage and be open to explain to the Scrum Master why they are unsatisfied with him or her and the developers and the Scrum Master can have this open and blunt conversation during the retrospectives. I personally think that the retrospective is an ideal platform to talk about this sensitive uh, matter. And when the Scrum Master and the developers are courageous talking about this sensitive matter in retrospectives, they are promoting the culture of transparency and they're also demonstrating psychological safety. If we read Scrum Guide, it's written that the Scrum Master is a true leader who serves. So from the developer's perspective, the developer should be courageous to explain what kind of service they're actually expecting and what services they're not getting from the Scrum Master. The developer should also give feedback um, to the Scrum Master let the Scrum Master know in what areas is the Scrum Master still lacking. The developer should say all of their reasonings and their feedback to the Scrum Master objectively 
and also in a respectful manner, not just because they don't like the Scrum Master personally, but because they care and they want the Scrum Master to improve. Now, without feedback, the Scrum Master will not improve. So feedback is valuable for the Scrum Master in this instance. It's important for the developers to be objective and respectful as such they won't offend the Scrum Master. Otherwise, um, that would ruin the relationship between the two in the future. Now, from my experience, this can be quite a tricky situation because it's possible that the developers do not understand Scrum and they expect the Scrum Master to be more like a project manager or a subject matter expert who tells them what to do and to manage the status of their backlog in Jira. Maybe the developers themselves don't like the concept of self-managing team and they prefer to be managed. So trust me, folks, I have seen many developers who prefer to be managed. Or it's possible the developers expect the Scrum Master to be more like a technical leader. In many software development organizations, it's quite common to see a role called technical leader. And someone with this role will define the technical solutions for the developers. They define the system architecture. They break down the product backlog items into fine granular technical uh, work for the developers to work on. It's also possible that the developers expect the Scrum Master to be more like a BA or business analyst who works as a middle person between the developers and the business users who will refine the product backlog items to be as detailed as possible so that the developers can understand it. All of these mis-expectations may occur in teams who do not yet have a good understanding about Scrum. It's also quite common to see developers have their own bias and they have their own interpretation about who the Scrum Master is. If the Scrum Master has to fall into that kind of situation where the developers misunderstood Scrum and Scrum Master, then this is a good teaching opportunity for the Scrum Master to the developers. And as some of you already know, some of you already watch my video on Scrum Master stances on my uh, channel. The teaching stance is just one of the stances that the Scrum Master use. For those of you who haven't watched my video, you can check it out on my channel so that you can learn what other stances that the Scrum Master use on the field besides the teaching stance. Now, after the Scrum Master has taught the developers, and let's be hypothetical on this one. Now, let's say uh, one possibility is the developers will reject the Scrum Master. They will still reject the Scrum Master. They still don't want the Scrum Master. Now, the Scrum Master's response when he or she is rejected is quite critical is it will affect the organization's perception about the Scrum Master's role in the company. In this situation, the Scrum Master should be open to acknowledge that feedback from the developers and he or she should take ownership of it 
and also have the courage to take a step back and take a moment to reflect and improve him or herself rather than pushing harder or try to prove anything to the developers at that moment. Otherwise, it will muddy up the message that the Scrum Master has been delivering. For example, if the Scrum Master has been promoting Scrum values, then people will be skeptical with the Scrum Master when they see the Scrum Master is being defensive. If the Scrum Master is being defensive, it will just send a message to the developers that the Scrum Master is not any different to an authoritarian or autocratic leader. Now, folks, I'm talking based on experience here, and trust me, I have experienced many rejections from the developers. When the Scrum Master pushes harder or tries to prove anything, it may cause resistance, in this case, from the developers. And from my experience, this kind of resistance is what slows down the transformation towards agility, especially in many enterprises or large corporations. Now, if that is the kind of response we expect from a Scrum Master, it can be really tricky if the Scrum Master is not yet feeling secure with his or her own life and trying to defend his or her own job. And on top of that, if the culture of the company where the Scrum Master works, um, the management model is management driven by fear. So it's kind of systemic. The Scrum Master behavior is affected by the culture of fear inside the organization. But if we put aside that um, culture of fear for a moment, I personally think, and this may be an unpopular opinion in the Agile community or in the Scrum community, I personally think that all Scrum Masters in the industry or anyone who wants to be a Scrum Master in the company, I think they should feel secure about life and do not need to prove anything to anyone. He or she should know his or her own true worth as a human being and already feel complete. Otherwise, otherwise the Scrum Master cannot be effective in leading people in the company because he or she will try to bring his or her own agenda into the company, which shouldn't be something that the Scrum Master uh, does in the company. If the Scrum Master has an agenda, their only agenda is to make people become the best version of themselves, to make people inside the company thrive. And if you read Scrum Guide, um, the Scrum Master's accountability is influencing people to use Scrum effectively. And the Scrum Master is a true leader who serves. But if the Scrum Master has personal agenda, he or she is only serving his or her own agenda rather than the people inside the, um, the company. But as we all know, when a company select or recruit a scrum master from the job market or uh, from inside the company, it's quite rare to see a company who considers life security as an aspect 
when selecting or recruiting a Scrum Master. But anyway, um, I do not want to drag this too far, so I'm going to wrap it up here, folks. Uh, thank you, Diksha, for the question. I hope this short explanation gives all of you some insights on the first step you should do when facing rejection from the developers in the Scrum team, or in fact, uh, rejection from many others in the company. Being a Scrum Master is not easy. When Ken Schwaber and Jeff Sutherland shared Scrum with the world, they envisioned a different kind of leader. Scrum Masters lead differently. The Scrum Master leads by being an example. If we as a Scrum Master want to change the people, uh, the people's behavior, then we should first model the behavior we expect people do. I would say the Scrum Master is the mirror of agility. People don't need to listen to the theory. People should just look at the Scrum Master to understand what agile is all about. Scrum Master don't just speak theories. And uh, when I'm saying this, folks, uh, I may sound like I'm simplifying things on the field. Yes, I do acknowledge it can be really hard. I've been there before. This kind of matter is complex. There are cultural aspects that make every situation more complex than it's supposed to be. So I wish you all the best if you are a Scrum Master who are you you may be currently experiencing a rejection from the developers or maybe even from the management or other people from other departments in the company all right folks don't forget to subscribe to my youtube channel or follow my podcast on spotify or itunes so that you won't miss any of my future food for thoughts like this one you just heard today see you until my next video podcast don't forget to stay awesome